Welcome back to the Office Marketing Podcast with Mike Swigert, the podcast all about sales tips, mindset, and value bombs. Five questions to help make your day more productive and learn a thing or two. Here is your host, best-selling author, Mike Swigert. Hey everybody, I am here with Tally Jane from Tally Jane Interiors in Lake Tahoe, Nevada. And Tally is a is a awesome, awesome talent. She has a great background. She comes with great energy. And I'm super excited about uh, having her on the show and sharing her story. Uh, Tally, thank you for thank you for jumping on today. Hi, Mike. Thanks for having me. Well, hey Tally, why don't we start off? Talk to us a little bit about your journey. Like, how did you How'd you end up in Lake Tahoe doing exactly what you're doing right now? Well, it wasn't a straight path as, as life is. Um, I started out in advertising. I have a master's degree from Boston University in advertising and worked in account management for seven years um, in Chicago, Boston, and New York. Everything from Lancome and L'Oreal to uh, La Quinta, Hyatt, and at the end, Corona. Um, but realized after seven years that wasn't for me. I really wanted to pursue my passion for interior design. And I decided to go back to school and earn another undergraduate degree in interior design um, in Chicago, which is where I'm from. And from there, I started Tally Jane Interiors. Um, I came to Lake Tahoe. It was all about a boy, I guess, as they say. My husband was here and he imported me. And uh, I started the company as another branch here in Tahoe. And now we are 100% uh, serving the Tahoe area. I love it. Uh, you know what? We need to, I was looking, I'm kind of making some notes here about the name. And I'm like, from Corona to Chicago to Tahoe, uh, the Lake Tahoe's best designer. Is that a name we could use? I, I like that. Um, I really do. I, I like that. So um all right. But I got to know, like, what was it? You don't just go from running these great uh, ad campaigns to wanting to go to be a designer. Like, what, what was what, what made the shift? Well, I always wanted to do something that was a combination of business and creative, which is how I got involved in advertising in the first place. Um, but I, it was just something that I had always enjoyed. I was, you know, eight years old going to the decorator show houses with my mom um, it was always just something that was a passion of mine that was deep, hidden deep inside that um, I realized, you know, working 7 a.m. until, you know, sometimes 3 a.m. the next day, um, that just wasn't um, fulfilling what I wanted to do. Well, what is it now, now that you've been into it now, like, what is it that you love most about your job now? Every day is different. Um, you know, everything can change with a phone call. Um, no two projects are the same. No two clients are the same. So there's really um, always something new to do and to learn. Um, and again, just trying to be creative and bring ideas to clients that help them to solve design challenges. So we're really solving problems for our clients, which is done in a different way. I love it. So if someone was going to you know, start a, an interior project, right? Not just in Tahoe, if you're in, you know, New York or Chicago, anywhere, right? If somebody was going to start one of these projects and they're starting to formulate, like, where do I start? What's some advice you could give somebody that had a project like that coming up? 
I would say start to understand what your project scope is. Um, it really helps us when we get engaged with the client to understand what their needs are and what they want to do. Um, actually, one of the first things we do is um, a discovery session, as we call it. It's basically a consultation where we would meet with our clients at their home and uh, spend about an hour or two walking through the, um, the space, understanding what their challenges are, their vision, tastes and preferences, lifestyle. I mean, we really have to dig deep and learn um, what it is that they're trying to accomplish because sometimes what they think they want and what they're saying are two different things and you have to kind of read in between the lines. Um, but that's a really valuable um, part of our process is that discovery session. It's great. And it's the, great. More, the more they're in tune with what they wanna do and what their end goal is, the easier it is for us. That even includes um, putting together, um, you know, images of things they like on House, Pinterest, uh, Instagram, and even surprisingly, uh, we ask them to put images up there that of things they don't like because mm. that's just as helpful and it helps to steer us in the direction, um, you know, so that our goal is to be able to um, present things to them that they love and is on uh, task in terms of what they're looking for. Okay, Tally, I love that advice. I've never, and there's probably some designers going like, well, of course you don't know that. But um, I, I love that concept of like your idea board and starting out saying like, hey, this is what we love. These are textures we love or colors we love or whatever it is. But also asking somebody, hey, can you just let me know what you don't like? You know, mm -hmm. like maybe they had a green shag carpet when they were a kid and they love it. Like that's what they want. <laughs> they want that two inch green shag that what you see in the, uh, I think at the jungle room at Graceland, I think there's a, a cool <laughs> shag carpet there that Elvis had, but then, you know, knowing what people don't like, don't, Hey, don't knock Graceland. Elvis and I have the same birthday and by gosh, Elvis is cool to me. Um, you may not agree with his fashion faux pas, but all right. So <laughs> So, well, and after I digest the fact that we need to incorporate a green shag rug, we'll make it work. <laughs> <laughs> that, I would be okay with that. I really would. I, I would totally be okay with that. Um, all right. So, so what are you doing? Um, what are you doing now? Like, do you have mentors or role models or what are some people that kind of inspired you to get to where you are now? Well, my biggest role model and supporter was my grandfather. Um, as you can imagine, explaining to family and friends that after, I guess at that point, it would have been um, six years of schooling and seven years in advertising that you were completely stepping away from the business that you had just been spent, you know, just spent so much time and money to uh, propel yourself through um, that you were going to be doing a complete 180 wasn't an easy sell, um, but my grandfather was really supportive. He was an entrepreneur and uh, I think gave me a lot of the courage to go out and do something on my own that um, necess not necessarily, um, you know, everyone was 100% behind. <laughs> yeah, that's so great. That's so great. So what's one thing? Is there anything that stands out? I'm not trying to make you cry. This is not Oprah, but can you tell me something <laughs> about your grandfather that kind of... Um, that stood out that you were like, that was, that was one that really hit my heart and really helped me know I was making the right decision. Um, you know, he would just have some talks with me about what I was doing and kind of keep me motivated and, um, you know, told me a lot of things about keeping positive and, you know, it's not easy or everybody would do it kind of thing. Um, 
you know, he started and kind of did the rags to riches thing on his own. And, um, you know, it's just one step at a time. That's great. That's great. Do you feel like you're a little bit like him? Like, is it, did it skip a generation? Is that how you ended up like, like this? <laughs> In some ways? Yes, I definitely think so. I love it. I love it. Yeah. All right. So let's talk, you, you keyed in on a little bit of mindset, right? Mindset's super, it's nearly cliche to talk about mindset, but let's just talk about energy and positivity. You're like, Tally, what do you do? What do you do on a given day or any time to kind of just keep, keep yourself in a positive mode? Um, I'd say there are two things really that I try to do to stay focused. Um, one of them is working out. Um, I try to do that at least three to five days a week when I can. It's not always easy and I don't always want to get up at five o'clock in the morning to squeeze it in. But uh, to me, there's a huge connection between mind and body and, um, you know, to feel good and then to be able to, um, you know, be productive and positive during my day. I think there's a huge correlation there. So that's definitely one. Um, the other thing is uh, I like to read at night before bed. It kind of helps me to shut down from the day, reset, and uh, try to get a peaceful night's sleep. I don't always read much. Sometimes it's a sentence or a paragraph and, I, <laughs> and my head hits the pillow and I'm done. Um, but it's just kind of the act of it and keeping it as part of my routine and my regimen. I love that. I love that. I, I thought about it last night. I ran, I ran five, this five miles this morning. And I looked Good at my calendar. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> and we'll see you're three hours ahead. That's how you've already been more productive. <laughs> oh, well, if you knew, and, and if anybody knows, Tuesdays are a day I stack up podcast recording. So I'm recording five podcasts today. If anybody sees me and now notices, if they see it on YouTube, I might be, I'm not uh, on TV, so I'm not changing uh, this sweater. So for five podcasts, people are going to see the same one. But um, but I, I agree 100%. So um I, I don't know if it's serotonin or endorphins or dopa. Like even as I knew my day was stacked, I knew I had to get, I had to get my workout in this morning or I just wasn't going to have flow today. Like I just know that I'm right there with you. I need it. This episode of the office marketing podcast is brought to you by fusion advisory. We help commercial contractors generate leads online profitably. Check us out at fusion advisory.com. So you mentioned you're reading at night. Um, is there a book that's kind of hitting you that, that you're liking right now? Anything standing out? Um, there's a book that I read recently and I have to say, um, a lot of my time is spent with audiobooks uh, since I'm in the car a lot, or I have a two-year-old, so I also read a lot of children's books. <laughs> hey girl, that's, I, I, <laughs> but, um, but one of my favorites that I read recently is actually called A Prayer for Owen Meany by John Irving. I don't know if you're familiar with it. There was a movie made uh, in the late 90s called Simon Birch, which was loosely based on the book. So from that perspective, you may know a little about it, but um, it demonstrates that the journey is more important than the final destination or your end goal. And that really everything you experience over the course of your lifetime is important, relevant and instrumental in really understanding uh, the true value of your life. So I thought, it, I think it's a fantastic story told in a brilliant way. And I, I highly recommend it. All right, Natalie, I think what you just said was pretty powerful. Um, can you just kind of go through it again? Talk, talk to us the, the core meaning of the book. Say it again. It was really powerful. Go ahead. That everything you experience over the course 
course of your lifetime is important, relevant, and instrumental in understanding the true value of your life. Mm. Yeah. I, I know someone turned me on to like the power now recently, and I've, I've really tried to be here, you know, like be here and enjoy here. And that's so important. That's really good. Yeah. Enjoy the, enjoying the process is so important. Um, I, I do this with my kids and a lot of times around their birthdays, I'll ask them, like I have an eight-year-old daughter. And so as I go, I'll say to her, I said, how do you think you're doing being eight? Like, how are you doing being eight? Because her job's <laughs> not to be nine or 10 or read at a 10th grade level. Her job is to be a great eight-year-old. Yeah. Right. And you have a mm -hmm. two-year-old. Your two-year-old is not supposed to do quantum freaking physics. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I have, I have, I have, I have very smart kids and they're doing just fine. I'm not underexposing them, but I'm telling you what guys being great at bang at now. That's so cool. Thanks. Thanks, Tally. That's really, that's really cool. Um, and then can you share, is there a piece of advice that stands out that you'd like to share with everybody? Um, yeah, I think there's a couple piece of pieces of advice that I've been given that are really relevant and I guess I have to acknowledge that I struggle with trying to accomplish them on a daily basis myself yeah but I do think they're uh they're worth striving for um especially in interior design but I think in, in everybody's business and life as well um I would say learn to say no is a really good one um it's really hard to say no sometimes you want to help everyone and design everyone's homes but sometimes you know, we can't do everything all the time. And we actually have a waiting list now for clients that we want to help them, but we just have to say no right now. Wait, wait, you have um, a two-year-old. I'm, I'm sure your two-year-old is really good at saying no. no. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like I, that's all I say to him all day long is no, don't do that. Don't touch that. Don't put that in your mouth. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> the other one is work smarter, not harder. Um, as a business owner, it's again, easy to get caught in the weeds and just try to work harder, harder, harder. But I think sometimes it's best to take a step back and figure out how to work smarter and more efficiently. And then, uh, the last one I think is to try to have set work hours and stick to them again, as a business owner, uh, with a home studio and, I know most people are now working from home too. It's even harder to have that work-life balance. So taking calls past, you know, five or six and working on the weekends and things as we do, um, it's easy to get in that habit. And I myself, am unfortunately part of that habit, but um, you know, the five o'clock hour turns over and uh, really try to, to set myself up to be back to being a mom and a wife and being at home versus, um, you know, always being, on the clock, so to speak. Mm, uh, Tally, I've got uh, nine people on my team that are 13 hours ahead of me. Um, so I'm, I, can't, I, I have the hardest time. I'm trying to like, I'm almost trying to respect their time and say, hey guys, I'd love for y'all to be able to work, you know, a little more on your time and a little more on, you know, US time and things. So, <laughs> yeah. um, but I find myself working a lot from like nine to 12 because it's 10 to one you know, their awake time. And, and it's, uh -huh. it's, it's definitely been a challenge for me this year, but, um, but it's been a lot of fun because I'm trying to respect my team's work 
time. And then, you know, luckily, right. luckily my family's asleep pretty early, so they don't even know I'm up working. So it works out pretty good. So, Hey, Tally, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, um, what would be the best way to do it? I'd love for them to give me a call. 855-TALLY-JANE. 855-825-4352. That's really cool. Okay. I'm going to put it in the show notes so that nobody has to remember it. And Tally, also tell us in the market you excel in. You kind of let me know through the whole like uh, Carson City, Lake Tahoe. Tell us where, where you love to work. So we're located on the East Shore uh, in Glenbrook, but we service all the areas around the lake, including as far as Reno, Carson City, and even up to Truckee. Okay, cool. I'm sure people that are listening in that area can go, somebody knows Truckee, because I bet you most people <laughs> listening are like, I have no idea what you just said. So seriously, Tally, yeah, thanks for well, sharing your perspective. Tahoe, yeah, enough. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. And I can't wait to catch up again. Thanks, Tally. Thanks so much, Mike. Thanks for listening to the Office Marketing Podcast. Be sure to join the conversation on our YouTube channel, LinkedIn, and Facebook pages. If you enjoyed the episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.